0: Good evening, everybody. About time to begin our service this evening. Wait a second. Everybody get in. Tonight we'll have one song, and I believe Chris has announcements. Uh, two more songs, and I believe Hunter has Devo. Right? Okay, as long as you know you got it, we're good. (laughs) All right, our first song tonight is number 866, I Will Call Upon the Lord. If you would let stand for this song, please.
1: I will.
2: Good evening. Who'd have thought last week during those eight degree days we'd be wearing short sleeve shirts today? Crazy, right? Um, Blake and Mally are going on mission trips this uh, this summer. Uh, so uh, if you'd like to help support that, there's some envelopes back there on the back table that you can make your donations there. Uh, we've got a Nerf uh, event, a Nerf battle uh, here at the building this coming Friday at six o'clock. It's for all ages. Bring your own um, Nerf guns and your ammo, uh, maybe a couple dollars for pizza would be good too. This Sunday is our potluck Sunday, so be aware of that. We'll have a 1 p.m. service and no 6 p.m. service. And we're also gathering Valentine's Day care packages for our college students uh, again this year. So if you uh, would like to bring in a gift, uh, you can put it out there underneath the, uh, uh, the, the four-year table, uh, underneath the TV Kind of around that area. We'll have some boxes out there for you. Um, also, this coming Sunday during the potluck, uh, if you have a child, uh, preschool through 12th grade, we would love to sit down and talk with you about 2024, what that's going to look like. Uh, we're Looking for suggestions and, and just to kind of talk through uh, our, our year with the youth group this year. Uh, that's going to be in the original auditorium. So grab your food and go down to the original auditorium. Um, and and we'll talk um, while we eat. Uh, this third uh, February third uh, is our uh, chili cookoff. It's at two o'clock, so come and try to dethrone Jeremy and his tasty chili. Apparently, I don't like chili, so it's all lost on me. Uh, February tenth, we're doing Valentine's Day cards. Uh, this is for the sixth grade and younger, uh, so. If you have a child in that age group, we'd love to sit down and and make some Valentine's Day cards for some of our older folks in the congregation here. Also, we're collecting snacks for CYC. There's a sign-up sheet on the uh, bulletin board in the foyer for you to to know what you're going to bring there. Uh, As far as our prayer list goes, continue to remember uh, Jimmy Wilgus and Jim Martin and Jackie Hutchison as they struggle with their cancers, as well as uh, Jim Haney. He's off his uh, chemo meds right now because of his current illness, but Uh, He's hopeful to get back on those very soon, so be in prayer for for all those folks. As well as for Friday Simpson and Roger Kaufman still struggling, Um, so be in prayer for him and his family. Uh, Cheryl's nephew is getting released from the hospital this week, so that's good news. Uh, He's been uh, struggling quite a bit over the last several weeks, Uh, so prayer of praise there. Um, Is there anything that I missed? Yes, yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so right after, well, not right after, but at uh, 5 o'clock, we're going to meet here uh, and travel down to the 10th and Vine congregation in, in, in Ironton. Um, and the, our boys are going to lead the service there. Uh, so we would love for you guys to join us. Anybody that would, would like to, uh, please get with us. I think uh, we're, we're going to go out to eat, so we need to you know kind of some numbers there. Uh, but we'd love to have you uh, come support our boys uh, as they learn how to be even more useful in the kingdom. Thank you. All right, let's pray and we'll get into our worship. Father, we're grateful for this opportunity we have to come before your throne in prayer. We pray that our hearts have been uplifted towards you and that our, our minds are focused on you and your priorities, Father. Help us to, to be who you would have us to be. Help us to love you more than anything else and to, to set your kingdom before all other priorities in our life, Father. We pray that uh, our, our lives will be lined up with who you would have us to be. Bless the ones that are struggling now on our on our prayer list, especially those with cancer, for for Jimmy and Jim and um, Jim Haney and Jackie Hutchison. We pray that you'll you'll just bless them, watch over them, Father. Uh, help their um, results to be to be good and that they can be cured from from these cancers, Father. We pray that you watch over Friday and. Uh, Cheryl's nephew and so many others that are struggling, Father, be with uh, Roger and the Kaufman family as he struggles. We pray that you'll bless him, Father. Continue to watch over all of us. Help us to long for a deeper desire for your word, Father. Thank you for this congregation of your people that encourages us and, and helps us to be more like you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Next song this evening is Cornerstone. It's on the overhead only, Cornerstone. My
1: hope is better.
0: Last song before the lesson this evening is number eight twenty four, eight twenty four. I'll fly away. My invitation will be number three eighty, just as I am three eighty.
3: Good evening, everybody. Got a little bit of a cough going on. I try to keep my throat wet that way I don't cough into the microphone, at you all. Last time I stood up and gave a devotional, I uh, I spoke about uh, reckless love and being a reckless Christian, uh, kind of stepping out and taking chances, uh, and I kind of want to kind of want to build on that. Maybe not necessarily the stepping out, but maybe doing things that aren't normal or maybe uh, a little uncomfortable or looked over for us. I want to look at ways to better improve ourselves and each other. How many people have a New Year's resolution? Raise your hand. All right, good bit of people. How many people are still holding that New Year's resolution? how many people are holding themselves to that? Yeah, see, I see some yes, see some kind of. So I looked it up. The top five New Year's resolutions for the past three years have been number one, saving more money. 59% of people say they want to save more money in the New Year. The second one is exercise, get into the gym, and lose weight. of people chose that as their New Year's resolution. Number three, 47% of people said they were going to eat healthier. Number four, 40% of people said they were going to spend more time with family and friends. And number five, 19% of people said they want to reduce stress in their life. Of those... They may be good new year's resolutions it's always good to set goals for yourself to save money to exercise more to live healthier to spend time with friends and family to reduce stress in our lives but how about we shift and we create a new year's resolution for our spiritual life as well how about we make a resolution And we hold ourselves to a higher standard, not only in our physical, daily walk in life, but also in our spiritual walk as brothers and sisters and with Christ, to better ourselves. On average, roughly 80% of people do not hold up to their New Year's resolution. And of that 80%, a good majority of them will drop their New Year's resolution before the first month of the year is up. Now, today's date is January the 24th. Those of you that said, eh, are you gonna still have your New Year's resolution on February 1st? I'm looking at you, you were the one that I saw over there. Now this is not to call anybody out. This is not to make anyone feel bad. This is simply a challenge. Can we hold ourselves to a higher standard for a year? To not only better ourselves, but to help those around us. Philippians 2 3 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Now, it's one thing to, to better ourselves, it's another thing to better ourselves and those around us. Now, out of that poll, 40% of people said they want to spend more time with friends and family. That's great. Let's spend more time with friends and family. But let's do so in a way that is uplifting and strengthening to those around us. I want to look at a couple of ways that we can strengthen not only ourselves but others. And one way I can think of, I was kind of sitting around, wrote a couple things down, jotted something in my notebook. And I was like, what is the easiest way to better ourselves? And that is to ask what we need from ourselves to be better. Who better to ask than God the Father, right? Why don't we converse with him regularly? Prayer is our telephone, so to say. It is our line of communication. You can say a thousand different things about it. It is us talking to God. First John 5.14 says, And this is confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. So number one in bettering ourselves would be a little bit of self-reflection, and during that self-reflection some prayer and asking how can we be a better Christian? How can we be a better person? How can we better show your light to other people around us? Now, you're probably not going to get an answer that says, hey, you need to do this or you need to do that because that's not quite how it works. It would be pretty cool if it was. Honestly, I'm kind of thinking what God's, I'm curious what God's thinking sometimes, and I kind of wish he could physically talk back to me in that moment, but that's not how it works. But why not pray and ask how we can better ourselves? Because that will be shown to us. It's not going to be told to us immediately, but it will be shown to us. When should we pray? Can you think of a bad time to pray? anybody if you can raise your hand because i'm i'm kind of curious myself can anybody here think of a bad time to pray i can maybe think of times that wouldn't be so great you know if i'm driving down the interstate doing 70 miles an hour i probably shouldn't close my eyes fold my hands and bow my head because well i'm going 70 miles an hour down the interstate that probably wouldn't be a good idea but every time we pray do we have to close our eyes bow our head and fold our hands How do we pray? Matthew six six says, "But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you." Now I've seen this verse taken a lot of different ways, and you've kind of got to look at the context of it. In Matthew, this verse was actually a warning. If you look at the context, this was a warning to the religious figures of the time who would go out on the street corner and they would pray in public so that people would see them praying, so that they would get praise for praying. Now, we shouldn't go out and go out into public and be like, hey, look at me, look at what I'm doing, but it is still also a good thing to sit down at a restaurant and Pray for blessing over a meal or to pray in public, maybe not out loud or make it obvious to people around you, but maybe somebody would come up and ask, hey, what are you doing? That opens a line of communication. "Oh, well, I'm praying. You can ask them to pray with you. Maybe they are comfortable with that. Maybe they are Christians or maybe they are curious and it opens a line of communication for you to go down A different path and invite them in. We should still pray in private though, and we should avoid actions that are done to try and make others look less worthy, so to say. Another thing we can do to better ourselves and those around us is we can read and we can study the Word. Whether it be a reading plan, whether you want to sit down and you want to read the Bible from end to end, cover to cover, in 365 days, or you want to sit down and you want to dig into a book and you want to study, or you want to study into one topic or one thing, devote yourself to that. Not only can you devote yourself to that, but maybe you have a friend or a family member or a group of friends that would be willing to sit down and to read through together. Now when you sit down and you read through together, and there's, a group of people around, that opens up the topic of discussion. Discussion takes us down rabbit holes, and I am one to talk because I like to talk. I can sit up here and talk for three hours if given the chance. That is why I have to keep myself short and sweet and I write these notes because I will trail off and I will talk for three hours. But that's not necessarily a bad thing, especially if you can sit down and allot the time for that. Maybe you have a group of friends, or maybe you're just by yourself, but sit down and allot an hour of your day. Everybody comes home after work, they want to sit down, they want to scroll through social media on their phone, they want to watch TV, they want to do this, they want to do that. Take a portion of that time, and yes, sit down and unwind, reduce the stress that is built up over the day, but at the same time, sit down and allot time to dig into and read and study and grow closer. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good working. Reading can be a guide so to say, uh, a spiritual guide, especially when you're struggling. Um, I know I've sat down uh, during some hard times, and I've kind of opened my Bible, and I've been reading, and, you know, something stuck out to me, and I'm like, that makes a little bit more sense than it did the first time that I ever read that, or maybe I've read it three or four or five or six or ten different times, and something still stuck out. When you're struggling, yes, pray, but also sit down and read and dig in and study. It's a wonderful thing. It is God-breathed. It is profitable for teaching. It is, it, it is literally good for everything. It is the handbook for life. And it might not make sense at the time when you're reading it, but maybe reading something and then going back and thinking about it will help you In whatever struggle you may be going through, Psalms 119, verse 105, says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, both figuratively and physically. We need to build each other up. Now, we can pray and we can read and we can study and we can come and sit in a church pew. And listen to Chris or myself or anybody else talk. And I can stand up here in front of you and I can talk and I can say whatever else. But if you're not in the right mind space, are you really going to hear and appreciate what I have to say? Now, I mean, you might not appreciate what I have to say regardless. And that's fine. Everybody's welcome to their own opinions. But fellowship outside of worship is a good thing. We have a potluck once a month here. We have many different groups that go out and they study together and they share meals together (coughs) and what have you. Fellowship and time spent as brothers and sisters in Christ outside of study, outside of prayer, outside of reading is also a good thing. Because we don't have to be sitting down with a book and notes in front of us to Appreciate one's company and to uplift each other. Say you're going through a bad time, you want to go sit down. Say I call Chris up. I say, Chris, buddy, I'm I'm really having a hard time. I'm kind of stressing out. You know, work's got me pretty worked up. Uh, you know, I'm stressed because I got three or four assignments that are due for school and they're really big assignments and whatever else. And he says, What do you need? I said, How about we go sit down and we share a meal together. We can go sit down, we can talk, we can laugh, we can unwind. I can ask him for advice, but in that time, sometimes just taking the time to laugh and to converse and to appreciate each other's company, especially somebody who is a brother or sister in Christ and shares the same standing of beliefs as us, isn't up to uplift a person. Proverbs 27:17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens a friend. There are many other things that you could add to the list to uplift each other, to better ourselves, to better each other as Christians. And if I had three hours of your time to sit and talk to you, I probably would. But I'll keep myself short and sweet tonight because I was informed last time that I was a little long-winded. Thanks, Mom. If anybody here tonight is struggling and you need that fellowship and you need to sit down or you're ready to take that next step, maybe that reckless step out and commit yourself to Christ and start a new spiritual walk, now's the chance. You can come forward as we stand and sing.
4: go to God in prayer at this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful and blessed to be able to be here this evening, Lord. Lord, we're so thankful for young men like Hunter who can get up here, Lord, and preach your word, Lord. And Lord, be with us as we continue our, our, our journey with you, Lord. Help us in our study life. Help us to continue to be more like you in our everyday lives, Lord. Help us in our prayer life, Lord, that we can build a relationship closer to you. And that way we can share the change that you've made in our lives for the better, Lord, that others will see your light shine in us, Lord, as we go out to our community, to our friends and our loved ones. Lord, be with our teachers as they teach tonight, Lord. We're so thankful for the time and preparation they put into their lessons, Lord. Continue to be with them and as, as they study your word, Lord. But most of all, Lord, we thank you so much for you sending your son to die on the cross for us. So that way one day we can have eternal life with you. Be with us now. Forgive us, Lord, when we do fall short. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Amen.